Yo, what's up? We're back here on Wrestling New Year's Podcast to discuss about everyone's favorite TV program, that's Monday Night Raw. I was being sarcastic. The show was shit. But this show isn't shit, though. Wrestling New Year's, thank you everybody for listening. We had a very good uh, um, uh, statistics on the episode, so I appreciate everybody for listening and continue to listen. If I don't dissolve your eardrums. But, you know, again, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to deliver more content. Uh, I know um, uploading these shows aren't as quick as I would like to. I have recorded them uh, fairly rapid, um, but I, I haven't been uploading them. So that's why they have been a little late to be uploaded. Um, but, uh, again, so I'm not going to say on what's going to be on the show um, coming up just yet because they um, do have a whole lot coming up, but uh, a whole lot more content coming up. But again, it's crazy, man. It, 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 let's get into my personal life because I feel like none of you truly know who I am. Now, I am a sexy uh, male, of course. Some people think I'm a female. No, no, no. I, I, I'm a male, but I, I'm sexy, man. I'm, I, I like to think I'm intelligent to a certain degree. I use degree, haha. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's snowing. It was snowing here last week, and it's almost May. Tell me how that works. So I, I, I've been flustered and flabbergasted with, with the plethora of snow we have received uh, here. But you know what? At least I can make some snow angels, right? At least I can make a snow fort. One time I made a snow fort and it went and was like, I got lost in it. Yeah. Okay, the, that's why we don't talk about my personal life. Uh, let's get into it. Monday Night Raw, March the 8th. That's right. March the 8th. You heard me. Uh, we get a recap of Bobby Lashley winning the title last week against The Miz. And they promote that the title rematch is not going to happen at Fastlane. No, 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 no. It's going to happen in 10 minutes of notice. So they do not. So, so Miz, who really is just a um, placeholder, is not even going to get a pay-per-view match for his rematch. It's just on Raw. Um, that, you know, like I'm not craving for a Miz Lashley pay-per-view match. But, um, so the herd business is walking in the back with their gold and Sarah Schreider talks to Bobby Lashley and he says that he's been through a lot in the last years and it took him 16 years to finally get this. And now that he has this, he's not going to lose it. And he's, and the almighty era has begin, begun, sorry. First of all, a very baby face promo. And obviously when two heels are going at it, you also have to have a clear, um, identity of who the face is and obviously it's Lashley and I mean the story it took this man 16 years he was uh he got out of this company to go to impact and that or TNA and that that's a sad story uh but 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 he returned and and the man has been pretty good since hit his return I mean his, his uh in ring ha- has improved severely and now this man's a WWE champion so I really enjoyed this promo here from Bobby as he goes out to his match against The Miz. The Miz is already in the ring and says uh, that he's done. 
He's done with people. Uh, he, d- he does not take vacations or gets injured. I don't think anyone wants to get injured. But uh, when he, he gets hurt and they should believe him. So after he had the stomach cramps or whatever he had last week, I, can't, I cannot remember exactly. He said that they should have believed him because he's never been hurt before. And the contract said that he didn't have to defend the title twice. He just had to defend it once. And he did defend it once. I mean, that's kind of right. I mean, um uh, and the Miz says, for the people tweeting and texting and blogging, it's 2021. Who still blogs? I mean, I know people do, but like, of all the possible things you could have brought up, why blogging? Um, and then they say, or he says, to watch him win the match. So it's Bobby Lashley and the Miz, a WWE title. Again, the promo sounded good from the Miz. It's just, it's kind of. Uh, a broken record at this point and like it's kind of like I'm pretty sure I've made this analogy or comparison before on the show but I love me some good old pizza so if, again with some bacon and some pineapple and some cheddar cheese if I was supposed to eat that every day of my life something that I love dearly to me I would kind of start to hate it, it if I had to consume it every single day, I would kind of start to dislike it. But once in a while, every blue moon, every fortnight, uh, I believe that's two weeks, every fortnight, right? I think so. I could be wrong by that, so please forgive me. But anywho, I would love it and appreciate it a lot more. Uh, and it's similar to the Miz promo. I mean, we get these type of promos every time from him. Right? Like, they sound good and the delivery is excellent. But it's the same content, in the same manner, in the same emotion, and it's just the same thing being said time after time after time. And it's kind of hard to get to get behind that when it when it has been said uh, for so long. Um, uh, so we get into our match here. Uh, Bobby has an entrance with lightning bolts. Now again, I have not watched Raw for a long time, so maybe this isn't new. But I thought this was cool. Uh, Bobby then hits a stalling vertical suplex to Miz as the match obviously starts. And Drew McIntyre in his kilt looks on in the background. Bobby puts Miz on his shoulders and then throws him against the post. Uh, Bobby hits a flatliner and then a huge spine buster by Lashley. It's all Lashley, but the match did go a plethora of time here. Uh, then eventually, uh, Lashley locks in the lock and, um... Miz, I believe, tapped out in nine minutes and one second. Bobby Lashley retains the title, and it seems like they're going directly to him and Drew McIntyre. Uh, maybe not at Fastlane, but for Mania, it definitely seems like that is the direction. Um, I thought the match was good. Like, it wasn't a bad match by any means, and this was a lot better than, you know, picturing a a nine-minute match between Lashley and Miz. This was a lot, a lot better than I could have pictured it. So it was a fine match. Um, uh, but again, I know some people might have a little um, backlash about giving the title to The Miz in the first place. But, and I was a little, not not upset at first, but again, it it's a way to get the belt off of Drew with not, making him look weak and to get get it onto Lashley for Lashley and Drew to have a big program and the thing is is fans are going to be at Mania and Drew 
uh, has not had that one big spotlight with fans there. Obviously, he, he won the belt with Lesnar um, with no fans. So with Drew and Lashley f- facing each other, it's very believable that you you could could have either one of these two 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 men being claimed the victor. Um, but we could see what happens in the weeks uh, coming up. Uh, they announced that tickets will be available for WrestleMania. Obviously, uh, a certain capacity is allowed. I'm not sure exactly how, how many are allowed uh, for, the, for the capacity, uh, but there are limited tickets, obviously. Uh, Sarah Schreider interviews Drew McIntyre. Cheryl was working tonight, and he says he's the only challenger for Drew. He gets mad, and I, I thought he said balls. Um, sorry, sorry. I thought um, he he said bubbles, but he just said balls. Um, and then Sheamus attacks Drew. So the match last week would really in- indicate that this feud w- would be done, but no, it's not. Sheamus and then throws him into a crate, and Drew gets mad and just throws things around. You know that's expensive, Drew. Control your anger. Uh, we get a video of Rhea Ripley coming to Raw sh- soon. And Drew is walking in the back and he sees Adam Pearce. And he wants a match tonight against Sheamus. And he wants a DQ match. Adam Pearce is like, okay. Good job for you, Adam. <laughs> My boy. Um, uh, where are we here? Uh, Braun is in the back and R-Truth approaches him. Because Braun Strowman wants an apology from Shane McMahon. But R-Truth approaches him and writes an apology uh, he says that Bugs Bunny has joined the dark side. I don't understand this shit. Uh, he says, sorry about uh, out stealing uh, his dentist's goldfish. Why w- And putting it in the ocean? That can't be good. That's not good. Uh, and for digging the tunnel underneath the Thunderdome. Uh, Braun says, what's in your deal? He says, are you getting some ha-ha out of this? And he actually said ha-ha. And he says, uh, it took him a week to realize that the line... Um... <laughs> wait, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, I have this written down. Um... Uh, Braun says it took him a, a week to realize that the sh- uh, line about him can't read is Shane making fun of him. Uh, so it took him um, three w- or a week to realize that. Okay, that might have been the in-ring promo, so my bad. I'm sorry, I got that mixed up. Uh, but the R-True true shit was just R-True thinking that and that Braun wanted him to apologize. Uh, I mean, this our truth does fine, but again, like, how long have, have we seen this? It's been this way since, like, 2015 or something like that. Okay, so Braun's in the ring now, and uh, he says that it took him a week uh, to realize that Shane was making fun of him. Um, he threatens to kill Shane about snapping his neck. So that's good, man. I mean, threatening to kill your boss? Kudos. No, don't, 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 don't do that. Uh, he says he's not ups- upset of Shane letting him in a chamber, but he just threatened to kill Sh- Sh- Shane, so maybe he is still upset. Uh, and he's getting really mad, so I don't think Braun's over it. 
then Shane comes out and says, I'm sorry in the rain. And then he just walks out. And that was the segment. Unfortunately, we had to endure more pain in the segment later on in the show. But uh, that was all that it was. Um, again, I freaking hate this feud. I think it's been shit. Um, and, we, and we've and we only had it for uh, um, a certain amount, amount of weeks here. Uh, but this has been bad. Uh, and obviously, the Mania match is just Shane going to be doing some ridiculous spot that I don't really want to crave in this man's career. I mean, how old is Shane? I just want to search this up because I generally don't know. I feel like he has to be close to 50. And may, maybe I'm insanely wrong and he's not even close. American businessman. That's what the, and this man's profile is. He's 51 years age. 51. I, I, I don't need, need to see fit a 51-year-old doing insane spots, but unfortunately, that's what it's going to be leading to, it kind of looks like. Um, Seamus is walking in the back uh, as he walks to the rain. Uh, and then Shara, Sarah, once again, working her money, uh, talks to Shane, and uh, she asks if Shane has more more to say because it did look like Shane, Shane had more to say but Shane says maybe later Drew McIntyre and Sheamus a rematch from last week's encounter in a no but this is a no DQ match I do have a plethora of notes because this match was freaking awesome uh, Drew hits a body slam on the steps uh, Sheamus and then hits a rolling fisherman carry um and then Sheamus hits this type of powerbomb on the announcer's table, but it does not break. And that has to hurt, too, when, like, you do a move on the table, but it doesn't break. Like, that has to hurt even more. Um, both men then just have these insane, like, welts. And uh, Sheamus' body is just destroyed. Drew's back is just destroyed at this point. Um, they, they hit a suit. Superplex off the top rope by Drew. And then Drew hits a Future Shock DDT on the steel chair, but Sheamus kicks out. Drew goes for a Claymore, but Sheamus counters by uh, by throwing a chair at his head. Uh, and then Sheamus hits a running knee. Again, just more back and forth. Sheamus hits a bro kick on the outside. And then they both grab steel steps. And they both grab it, and they and they both both put it on their shoulder, and they run at each other, and they both collide, and then the ref calls for the bell at 18 minutes and 15 seconds because both men cannot get up, and then you saw the backside of Sheamus, it was the camera angle, please, and you saw the impact of this, and Sheamus, when like. The steps made contact. His head, like, hit the steps inside the steps. And then Seamus, like, dropped the steps on his head when he was falling down. The, the, the steps um, got, uh, got thrown in the ring. And then it landed on his head. So, absolutely insane ending to this. And it's a, a finish that I can actually believe. Because they've had... Because... Um, of this finish. Uh, first off, this was a lengthy match. Match, but still, I like. I, I thought all these guys had a fantastic match. And for okay, uh, for for anyone who has not seen this match, go ahead and check it because 
Their their last match was obviously a great match, but this match was I think better. Like they absolutely tore, tore it up. I, I, again, I thought maybe the best Raw match of the year thus far. I I know it's not saying a whole lot, but again, I I thought thought these guys just have great great styles, and I am a little disappointed. Again, no offense to Lashley and McIntyre, but I would rather have Sheamus and McIntyre because I know the match will be freaking awesome. And obviously, it looks like these two are going are going to have a third match. I I can't I cannot remember if they announced it on this show or if they announced it on next week's show. Uh, but again, a fantastic match. And I know, okay, maybe some people are like, "Oh, it's a screwy finish," but it it is leading to another match, so it's going to be great. And like, it's a finish that you actually believe because I. I was watching Sheamus and Cesaro from, uh, I believe it was Classic Champions 2016, and then, and it was their Best of Seven series, and then the match ends, and the, and these guys have have been um, trading insane and vicious blows back and forth, and then the match ends with Cesaro hitting a simple clothesline over the barricade, and then the refs call the match. This was actually believable of Sheamus uh, receiving steel in his skull. That's pretty believable. Uh, so a decent finish uh, in the um, realistic scales. Um, they show a recap of this damn awful feud between Orton and Bliss and Wyatt. You got um, just all the good stuff here. It, you know, you know, it, it's like the uh, the uh, Queen's um, um, top album. Like, all their greatest hits were just playing back and forth, and you just could not stop but love it. Uh, with Randy coughing out black shit, uh, Bliss trying to set herself on fire, and Randy seeing himself in a distorted voice. Good stuff. A new interviewer named Kevin Patrick, he's British, and he's with AJ and Amos, and AJ says that he wants to talk about Randy Orton. Because who doesn't want to talk about Orton after seeing that? Virgin promo. Um, AJ says that Kevin uh, has not seen The Fiend, so Kevin is a good employee. Uh, AJ says he already has voices in his head. Now he has voodoo magic, referring to Orton. And then he starts tickling almost when he says voodoo magic. Yeah, that's not what voodoo magic is, bro. You don't tickle somebody. Uh, Randy, now again, I... I I'm not fluent in voodoo magic or don't and you know what yeah I don't need I, I don't have any craving to find out what voodoo magic exactly is but I'm pretty sure it's not tickling a giant um where are we here Randy says you think you're funny of a man losing his mind yeah and uh, then they challenge for a match look later tonight okay i'm so confused is randy a face or randy a heel i'm so confused because he burned a man to a crisp he burned a man that's heel right yes that's heel and now he's been i think a baby face right now because he's facing the heel aj Styles. so i think he's a baby face tuss confusion uh the progressive moment of the week is new day and their highlights now, next week is the New Day taking on the Hurt Business for the tag titles. Did I miss anything? Now, 
I haven't been watching Raw for a little bit, but I thought Kofi and Ali's been having a program. That has been dropped by now, it seems like. And why are the New Day get, getting title shots? Did they earn this? Maybe they have. But um, again, I, I'm not officially sure. But we have seen this program for far too long back in like November and December. Uh, so we are having it again. The matches, I'm sure, will will be great, but we've just seen it for so long. Um, Xavier Woods and Shelton Benjamin. Um, now, I thought Shelton and Cedric were teasing breaking up like a month ago, but now they are perfectly fine, so I don't know what really happened here. Maybe it was Lashley's title win that brought these two men together, thinking, well, if he can do it, maybe we should just stick because he's a champion. Maybe. Uh, Woods gets trapped in the ropes, and then Shel- Shel- um, Benjamin hits a pump-up knee. Shel- Shelton talks trash to Kofi, and then this leads Woods to rolls up Shelton in 3 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, not much of a match here. I mean, we know these guys can go and have great matches, but they only had like almost four minutes here, so not a whole lot of time. Uh, and again, I'm not too overly excited for the match. Like, I know the match will be great, but it's just we've seen this for far too long. Um, but that is the tag title match next week. Uh, Sarah is back. She is working her money tonight, and she's talking to Riddle. And asked if the number of games um, concerns him. But he is more concerned about (laughs) to park his scooter than retribution. And that's probably realistic. Um, Because he received a ticket last time. Riddle wants to play Call of Duty with uh, Xavier Woods once they uh, knew they come back in the... Behind Gorilla the Curtain there. And Riddle wants a new day to take care of his scooter. And they agree. Riddle versus Slapjack here. Byron says... Um, Byron says Riddle looks prolific. And Joe um, says sit down. Poor Byron. Uh, Slapjack goes for a top rope move. But then Riddle counters with a powerbomb. Then Riddle hits a pump-up knee. Riddle hits a recoil into the knee and then hits the bro Derek. Two minutes, 33 seconds. Um, Then Ali goes to Slapjack and says, What's the matter with you? Well, the man is is wearing a hockey mask, so that should tell you all you need to know. And so they are going to an Ali and Riddle match. Maybe I can't remember. Did 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 they announce this for next week or is this on Fastlane? I can't remember. Uh, but uh, not much of a match here. And uh, again, Retribution is booked so terrible, man. Like, who is booked worse, Riddle or Retribution? Um, I, I think Riddle's terrible. Not like him himself, but just the gimmick is terrible, and and the, his delivery is just terrible and. And the written, like, I'm saying this every week, but, like, this guy's, it just makes me want to, like, puke into a bucket and then, like, consume my vomit. And it's, it's, it's just terrible. <laughs> That's not very funny. Uh, and we don't know what happened to this man's scooter. We, ne- we never got a conclusive point. A conclusion. Never got it. 
Uh, Adam Pierce talks to Shane in the back, and Shane says to Adam uh, to tell Braun to meet him in the rain later because he's got more to tell him. Uh, Braun comes down, and his mic doesn't work. Or, sorry, Shane's mic doesn't work, so Shane has to grab another one and says that he needs to get something off of his chest. So, again, they're, they are in the rain at this point. And Shane is, like, walking around the rain, and now he's walking up the ramp. And he's breathing, breathing in excessively heavy in the mic like this. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't sound good, right? Man, I just smelled my breath. Um, Shane is then breathing heavy. This literally, like, I was tired of watching Raw at this point. It was like two hours, and then we got this damn thing. Shane is just talking on and on. He's wasting time. He's going back to previous points multiple times in the damn promo says uh shane says some other people uh think that braun is so stupid that he fell out of a stupid tree and hit every branch what a great insult shane what a great insult yeah if you're a freaking second grader and then um he, he again said some other stuff at this point like you've been doing this for like five to seven minutes like, it was terrible. Do not watch this segment. Um, uh, and then Shane says, Bruh, bruh, brawn. And uh, that was the final straw for Strowman. After everything that was said, the bruh, bruh, brawn, he couldn't handle this no more. He was filled with rage, and he started to chase Shane McMahon down. Ooh, scary. And then they went... Uh, in the back, Shane runs away, and we see a limo drive away, and Braun then just stays here for like five seconds and then leaves. And Shane was hiding behind a, uh, a cement pillar, and he called him stupid. This was terrible. Again, you did have the punchline at the end anyway with Shane saying, Oh, you're stupid. With hiding behind. This is just a terrible feud. I want this off. And we get more programs like or more segments like this. I'm just... What's worse? Like, like I know the Fiend and Orton is obviously worse. But this is like... I literally wanted to tear my hair out after consuming that. This was just fudging terrible. Um, and again, Shane and Braun is not a desired program for me to see at WrestleMania. But it's just for Shane to do do some crazy bumps and Braun to kick his ass. They show a recap of Nia Jax. I have in my um, notes Nia versus Jax. That's incorrect. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Nia versus Lana. And the um, Owl My Hole, in which is probably the, my most iconic um, voice clip of the year thus far of the Ouch My Hole. And will always, always hold a special part in my heart. Um, Naomi and Lana versus Shayna and Naya for the tag titles. This is a long time coming. Naomi has a glowing disco pumpkin on her head. Don't know who she went to. And they show an International Women's Day video package. Uh, Reggie is with them, with Jackson Baszler, and then Naomi receives a hot tag, goes for a review, but Baszler, um, but does not hit it at all. Uh, hits a double leg driver DDT by Naomi. Uh, Reggie picks the leg of Naomi, 
And uh, Naomi and Lana both takes out Reginald. My boy. Lana and then takes out both of them with clotheslines and then hits a high power power bomb to pin Lana. Um, I did not have the time because I could not access my stopwatch at, at, at the moment, but it wasn't a lengthy match. Um, and Reggie celebrates by jumping on Nia's shoulder. Uh, not much of a match here. I, I mean, this was a long time coming. Naomi and Lon has, has earned it in this title for like a month and a half or something like that. It's been a while. Um, and again, this just entire tag division, no offense, but it's just, it doesn't tickle my fancy. And I'm not talking about voodoo magic here. But, I mean, it's just, there's not a whole lot of great teams. And they just put makeshift teams in here. Like, the only real team is, like, the, the Riot Squad. And the teams that, that they pick, like, aren't really good with each other. Like, Baszler and Jax, like, I know they've been a team for, like, six or seven months. But, like, I still don't think they're a very good pairing with, with each other. I still think Baszler should be... Uh, a single star and going for the main title because I think that could be fantastic. Uh, but she's in this tag team. And Naomi Alana's fine as a team. Um, but, you know, and obviously it's leading to Jackson Baszler taking on Banks and Bianca at Fastlane. That's what we're, uh, what we're building up to here. Uh, Charlotte is on the Stone Cold show and they're by a lake. And they go into like this shark boat thing. There's a proper wor word for it, but I missed it. And like, like it's kind of like a, like it's kind of like a water jet, but like it's like in a capsule with a giant shark on it. It looked pretty cool, but it looked extremely fast. And for somebody who can't swim very well, I would be terrified in this damn thing. Uh, but Charlotte, again, who is, I, I believe she's hurt if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, or no, I, I think she had COVID, I think, um, I, again, whole, 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 hopefully Charlotte do, does make a safe, safe recovery. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's COVID, unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, Sarah Schreider working, talks to Randy Orton tonight and says people are concerned about him. Well, at least it took him, it took him a lot enough to be concerned about this man after having black shit out of his mouth and seeing a twin who talked to and, and distorted about him. It took a while. Um, and uh, Randy says that he's surprised they care about him. I'm surprised too, Randy. And that's all about this promo. Kevin talks to AJ and almost, and AJ says that Randy's crazy in the head. And that's all that I had in this promo. AJ Styles, Randy Orton was the main event tonight. We have seen this. Uh, this was actually a Mania match two years ago. Um, a step up in Sagiri there by Styles. Orton hits a big clothesline and a power slam. Uh, Orton then hits a Hun DDT while staring right at Amos. Ooh, controversy. Randy then sets up for the RKO, but almost drags AJ out of the rain. And then Alexa is on the Tron. And the lights... Um, or sorry, then, then, then the rain has like fire shooting out of it. And like... Um, uh, yeah, ju just like fire spews out of it. Uh, and then AJ hits the springboard forearm and pins Orton. I do not have the time as well on this, but it went like 13 minutes-ish. And then after Alexa laughs on the Tron... 
as the show goes off the air. Uh, I thought that like it wasn't the best match, and, and we've seen from Randy and AJ uh, by any means. Like like they have had some pretty good good matches, but it was still a fine match here. Um, and I'm really questioning of what AJ is going to be doing at Mania. I still think it's going going to be AJ and Riddle. That's uh, the match I'm holding down for because as much as I mean the program should be pretty terrible. Uh, the field or, or or the match itself should deliver, um, and again we are still no no fiend. Don't know what's exactly going to happen with 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 the fiend. We still don't know where he's going to be or or how he's going going to make his return. But we don't know where. But hey, the guy's going 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 to be coming here soon, uh, and I'll be interested to see how they. Um, Make the return of the fiend, let's say. Um, I'll, I'll be intri- intrigued to see um, how they exactly uh, incorporate that. Um, and, yeah, that was the show. I mean, again, I really enjoyed Drew and Sheamus. I thought that was a fantastic match. I would, I know it did end in a screwy finish, but, like, it was a great match. Um, and really, there wasn't anything else that great on the show. I mean, like, I thought Lashley and Miz was better than I thought it was going to be. AJ and Orton was fine. But you did have a pretty bad Braun and Strowman segment throughout. Uh, and just a bunch of, like, time killer, too, uh, throughout uh, of the show. And, and a bunch of short matches that did not mean anything. Uh, but we are getting the Raw Tag Titan title match between... An, New Day in the Hurt Business next week. So we have that. Uh, again, I'm sure the ma- match itself should should, should, should be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what uh, we have. So again, thank you for tuning in for Monday Night Raw. March the 8th here. Um, and again, not sure when the next pro um, uh, episode is going to be released. I want to do a NFL draft recap seeing that the draft is right 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 rapidly approaching i want to try and do my mock draft uh for that uh so we'll try to get that on the show but thank thank you again for everyone who has has supported the show and listened to it and i will talk to y'all later bye wrong button damn it